0: Chicago, this is your new morning routine,
1: Cap and J-Hood, follow Cap J-Hood on Twitter and Instagram, watch the show on Twitch, follow ESPN 1000 Chicago, stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app on ESPN 1000, and now on FM at 100.3 HD2, now, now, now. on Chicago's home for sports, David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood
2: Good morning everyone
0: Bring them out 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 Bring them
2: out bring them out Bring them out bring out
0: out out Welcome into the Cap and Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you. For a three-hour ride here on this Tuesday morning with we'll open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is the telephone number. Good morning, Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000 Chicago. Thanks so much for keeping the conversation going. And we should call this, Cap, a mad dog Tuesday morning for us. Because in an hour, we're going to hear from the guy. The Hall of Famer, Chris Mad Dog Russo.
1: Huge dog fan. He is outstanding. Looking forward to have him participate in a celebrity edition of Shot No Shot.
0: How about that? Usually it's just you and I and Shay chopping it up. But now Mad Dog, I'm going to come in with my shot or no shot, some thoughts here. And the baseball, we'll talk a little football, everything else. So we'll get that coming up at 8 (laughs) o'clock as he flaps his hands around.
1: Love it. (laughs) Absolutely love it. And we've got a lot to get into. The Super Bowl field. this set. We talked some about it yesterday. The salary cap's been set. Our Bears took a little bit of a slip. In cap space, still got enough to get done. What you need to get done, it's let's you, go. It's
0: what we all knew, but it's official now about how the Bears have been poised to have the most salary cap space in the National Football League. Now we know exactly how much. The NFL told teams Monday that the 2023 salary cap is expected to be at 22.4, at uh, 22.4, uh, as far as uh, the eight percent bump. So twenty. $224.8 million. That represents about 8% of a bump from the $208.2 million cap in 2022. So according to OverTheCap.com, and I know you have that bookmark cap, the OverTheCap.com, the Bears will have $91 million in 2023 cap space. That figure laps the field. So second is the Falcons at 56.4, the Giants at 44.7. So there are no excuses. If the Bears are at $91.8 million, and then you have the Falcons at fifty six, the Giants at forty four. Yeah, the world is the oyster for the Bears. Not only the number one draft pick, but a lot of money to spend.
1: So where would you spend it first? It's two twenty four point eight. They'll break down how much has to go to player expenses. It's not all just salary. That won't come out for a, a little bit yet. New league gear and new era of Bears football is March first. By that point, we'll know how much do you have to put into their health care and how much into their life insurance and how much into this and how much into that. All of that will factor, but you'll still lap the field. Wait, so $224.8 million. That's what the Bears
0: have? That's where the cap is right there? Correct. Okay, so the first thing I'm spending it on is a new grass surface at Soldier Field.
1: No shot. Why can't I? I need need the real stuff for the first time ever, right? First of all, they put in the Bermuda grass back in the fall at the urging of Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles. Mm -hmm. That's A. B, they don't own that stadium. They're not spending their money to put a new field in so it can get torn up by the HBCU game, to the Rolling Stones play in there, to Dave Matthews, to Metallica, to a high school game. Oh, the Bears have a game. Did no I, shot. Do not blame the black college football
0: on the barbecues and the, and the great football they're going to have out
1: there. There is going to be no Bears money spent on that surface. That is a City of Chicago and Soldier Field Park District budget item. Okay, Cap, I mean, what about a nice
0: donation to the Park District? Put real grass in there. That way, the best athletes in the world don't have their ankles torn up. No? No, shot. Okay, well, then you know what? You had to put it on players then. You got to the- put it on positions. Bingo! Okay, so if it can't be on grass mm-hmm. at that spaceship over there mm-hmm. on the lakefront, then you know, Cap, I have three positions in particular. Because it's like winning the lottery, right? Now that you know you have that much cap space, you say, well, Okay, so I just won the lottery. So where am I going to spend my first money? Do I do it on vacation? Do I get a new home? Do I get a summer home? A boat? What do I do
1: with my new money, right? Correct. Okay. I don't need toys like that. I need to fix up my property. (laughs) Okay. So the the property you already have, right?
0: Take care of that first. Correct. So that's what the bears will do. Take care of the property that they have.
1: Like, honey, there's water in the basement. Okay. We are going to fix the foundation Mm -hmm. of the house. Where the leak is coming in. Hmm. So that's what the Bears have to do. Correct. There's leaks everywhere. Everywhere. You've got
0: to put fingers in all of the dikes there to be able to stop the water. Yeah. (laughs) So then there is the opportunity to fix the offensive line. The most important thing for me, as I've said many times on this show, is the protection of Justin Fields. So with my first dollar... I'm looking to be able to find an offensive lineman because I need someone not just for a few years, Cap. I need someone for a decade that could be an anchor. Hopefully, me as an offensive lineman myself, Ryan Poles, hopefully I have the eye to be able to find that guy, that difference maker. I need someone that's going to be with Fields for a long time. My first dollar is being spent on someone on that offensive line because what I have right now is not
1: good enough. Okay, the offensive line is on my shopping list. Mm Mm-hmm. But when I sit down with Mindy at the island in the kitchen, and we pull up the little stool where we like to eat our meals. Studio 54. Studio 41. (laughs) (laughs) What what, 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 is this? I've seen the commercial. That's right. Studio 41. Uh I am getting two... Animal run stuffers. Because if the opponent can run the ball down our throat like they did this year, we were one of the worst in the league at stopping the run, they control the time of possession. Then they can use play action to make plays because I can't rush the quarterback because I don't have anybody there. Mm -hmm. So I'm spending defensive line first and foremost.
0: Okay, so defense first. Defensive line first for you. Mm -hmm. An anchor that's going to be there forever. The hope is,
1: right? Yeah, I'm not saying forever, but I need to know for the next five, six, seven years, I've got whoever it is. Akeem Hicks, Tommy Harris, somebody like that. Yeah, Plug and play right in the middle. I'll use draft picks to put depth pieces around them, and then I got to spend on rush ends. In the last 12 months, We have gotten rid of, we being the Bears, Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn. Two really good pass rushers. Obviously on the back nine of their career. So they're in situations where those teams are trying to win both playoff teams. L.A. Chargers, Philadelphia Eagles. I need young versions of that. Is that Will Anderson? Is that the kid from Texas Tech that's rising up draft boards reportedly? Or is that Jalen Carter from the University of Georgia, the two-time national champs, who's like 6'5", 340 pounds, and is an animal in the middle of the line?
0: You know, you hit up on something, Cap. There could be a possibility that the Bears not only draft one with their first pick in the draft, but also the first time that the clock ticks on free agency. That could be someone on the defensive line, too. No question. It might, It might be defense...
1: early on both instances. Correct. He pulls. Mm -hmm. If he stays at one, he's not taking a quarterback. I think he's trading. But if he stays at one, he's taking a defensive player. No doubt about it. Now, I think he's going to trade. I think you think he's going to trade. Mm -hmm. Yes. The fantasy is Houston says, all right, take next year's number one pick. I want to move from two to one so I get the first quarterback taken. Then go from two to four, and the Colts zoom up so they can get a quarterback. And then can you make a third trade, and it's Carolina or whoever that says, hold on, I'm coming up too because I want the third quarterback. Like, that's a fantasy. Fantasy. You know what, Kev? I think that he, I
0: really believe that uh, he is, he says he has to be blown away. The Justin Fields thing, he says, I got to be blown away to move on from the quarterback. I think the same thing with the number one pick, too. I think he has to be really moved to get out of that number one pick. I do. I don't think it's as easy as you and I would say. Should he be able to trade out of the first? He, he could. I'm not sure that he will, though. That's the question. I don't know if he will. Now, he says he got to be blown away by Justin. But to be able to say, I'm going to move down and get more picks in the first round, I think, again, he's got to be blown away by it.
1: Well, is he getting more picks in this draft? Or is he saying, guess what? In 2024, I want to have multiple picks. Marvin Harrison's going to be there. Another year of data on Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. There's going to be Drake May from North Carolina and Caleb Williams from USC. Mm -hmm. So if a year from right now... You say, yeah, the Fields kid didn't work out for whatever reason. I've got draft capital to move up if I have to to go or if I'm picking up there to go get another quarterback. So that's how I'm ha- I want more 2024 well, get draft it. capital. I get
0: it. I just but I think this all tells you all you need to know
1: cap about who Ryan
0: Poles is as a general manager. We're going to find out. All we know is the Claypool deal, we know about his first draft. That's all we know about Uh, Ryan Poles is the general manager. Are are you a wheeler and dealer? Are you someone that is going to say, you know what, I want this team to be as good as possible for the 2023-24 season. What kind of wheeler and dealer are you? All we know is the Claypool deal, which has fallen flat so far. That's all we know so far. I look forward to seeing what he's going to do here because everything's available for you. The number one pick in the draft. You got a new president. You got a new stadium coming up. Your future's bright. But ultimately, he determines the future on how and how bright this future is going to be.
1: I have been consistent saying this. I don't care what the record is next year. I don't because you're not winning the Super Bowl next year. You'll, you'll say that on January thirty first. I want you to be building something that gives me sustained success. The blood pressure right
0: now one twenty over eighty. You're mm-hmm. in a great mood. You know what? We're doing the show together. Let them lose a few games in a row. Oh, God. The, oh, don't think the record will mean, mean
1: anything then? You will you will be hitting the roof. But but that depends how that's going down. If you told me, wow, the offense looks better. Mm-hmm. We got a couple receivers here. Just we got to get more on the defensive line, or we got to do this. But I see it going in the right direction. Like, you looked at the Lions. They were 1-6, and six, and they were ticked off. Yeah, But you knew there's a lot of talent there. Oh man. I'm just I'm just telling you I, that I want to be in that position where I go, hmm, a little bump in the road there, that guy got hurt. But guess what? I believe in what we're doing here. Uh huh. Now if I look up and go, Oh God, forty eight to seventeen, we got crushed, Justin threw three picks, no receivers, yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> How we get You th- you're saying it nice and calm.
0: And a nice calm On demeanor January now. 30, oh, yeah, up. oh yeah, nice and calm now. Hoodie, wait, we're good. Wait until we get into the season. Right. Let us lose a couple of games that we're not supposed to in a row. Let's go through
1: another losing streak. You won't be as calm. You'll be hitting the roof. Probably right. Probably. Probably. Walk in here, hoodie. Start the show and get out of my way. I got something to say. <laughs> That's, right. That's we both that. do that. Yeah, exactly. What was the, what were you ranting about the Oh, the Bulls. He I came we came in. I don't know. Full disclosure. Have our little meeting with Che. and Hoodie said. Yeah, I've got something to say right at the start. Okay. Here we go. And I literally sat, pulled, I never sit, never. Mm-hmm. I sat down, I put my feet up, and I just watched. And it was great. It's either that
0: or have a heart attack. Right. And, and, keep it in, and keep it inside.
1: I tell you, my, my, Mindy <laughs> so. says to me, oh, my wife says all the time, why do you care so much? Zach Levine doesn't even know who you are other than some guy in the media. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He cares about his craft. Talking oh. about, he doesn't care about me. Yeah. Why do you get so upset with him? I just do. Because it's healthy. It's healthy <laughs> to let it out. Yes. And this is who I am. Yes. <laughs> I'm a sport, Chicago sports fan.
0: So, Shay, let's open the phone lines here this morning. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We're going to be guest-free, and then we're going to hear from Mad Dog Russo. He's going to be with us for Shot or No Shot at 8 o'clock. So we got plenty of time to talk about this. Again, the headline this morning is that NFL teams were told yesterday that the 2023 salary cap is expected to be $224.8 million. That represents about an 8% bump from last year. And according to OverTheCap.com, the Bears will have $91 million Dollars in 2023 cap space. And again, that's a far cry from the Falcons at 56.4 and the Giants at 44.7. So let's ask you the Bears fan the question. The Bears have the most cap space in the National Football League. What should the first dollar be spent on? If you are Ryan Poles, what are you spending it on first? Now that you have more money than anybody else in the National Football League, let's talk about it. 312-332-3776. What do you address first with your free agency money? Cap and J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7. That's why I say he
1: shot. Shot. No shot. With Cap and J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why.
0: Good morning and welcome into the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan. I'm Jonathan Hood. Thanks so much for being with us here on this Mad Dog Tuesday. And Cap, on the February 1st edition of ESPN Signature Morning Debate Show, First Take with Stephen A. Smith and Molly Carum. Christopher Mad Dog Russo, the Hall of Famer, is going to be joined during his weekly appearance by his former radio show partner, Mike Francesa. The duo will go head-to-head with Smith in studio for the entire hour from uh, 9 to 11 Central Time. And, of course, Russo and Francesa co-hosted the Mike and the Mad Dog radio show from 89 to 2008 on WFAN in New York. The show became one of the signature sports radio programs in New York and beyond across a
1: 19-year run and left behind a lasting legacy. Dog is one of my all-time favorites. Anytime I could consume content with Mad Dog Christopher Russo on it, I am all in. He is one of the godfathers of our profession. And I think when all of us turn the mic on, We want to do what that guy does. Absolutely. And we welcome him to Kappa J-Hood to play our fun segment called Shot or No Shot. Dog, how are you, man? Forget with the nonsense. Let's go.
2: Good morning.
3: How's (laughs) it going?
1: My kind of guy. Let's do it. Before we do
0: Shot or No Shot, uh, Mad Dog, just a few minutes uh, on your former partner. You and Francesca against Stephen A. Smith. Give us a few minutes on that. Your thoughts.
2: Well, I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. I mean, I think, you know, Stephen A., for whatever the reason, looks up to me and Mike like he wouldn't believe, mm-hmm. almost like his mentor, which you wouldn't expect out of Stephen A. Um, so he figured, let's get Mike on there one day and have some fun with it. This is a good day to do it. You can still do the championship football. You can get a little Super Bowl in. Uh, it's just three of us for the two hours. Uh, so, from you know, you're not going to have any, you know, just going to hang the three of you. Uh, be interesting to see... How the teams work. Is it going to be me and Mike against Stephen A? Is it going to be Stephen A and Mike against me? Is it going to be Stephen A and me against Mike? Probably be a combination of let Molly be the referee. Mm-hmm. I think there'd be a little of remnant of Mike and a mad dog. And I think there'd be, you know, debate topics that we will try to come up with. I would think Super Bowl, a little NBA. They both like the Knicks. Um, and I will uh, see how the feeling is in inside the ring. And adjust accordingly. You got to remember, Mike has not been—you know—he hasn't been heard from in a little while. So, be interesting to see uh, how much he's chopping at the bit, and it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure he's on top of everything, but his takes are a lot like my takes. Uh, I know he did text me last week. He saw me last Wednesday. Killed Diggs for getting all over Josh Allen in the snow against Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and so from that, and Stephen A. thought Stephen Diggs did nothing wrong. So that gives you a little sample size. But I think, um, you know, looking forward to it, Mike and I did this for 19 years. Stephen A. I've only done it for a year. So when push comes to shove, I'm going to support the big guy more than I'm going to support Stephen A. I can care less <laughs> about Stephen A. Tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> so is a mic day, so I'll be into the Mike thing. Bring Come it on. on. Let's go.
0: All yes, right, that was right. Let's go over to our executive producer, Shay Norlingwood, out No Shot. Shea?
3: All right, I'm going to ask about Justin Fields to get started here. The first two seasons are remarkably similar to Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl quarterback and MVP finalist. First two seasons, they have nearly identical passing numbers. Well, Fields, clear advantage as a runner, more yards, more touchdowns, really more attempts. That's the only spot where there's an advantage, the only big discrepancy, sack rate. So Hurts, of course, we know made the MVP caliber leap in his third season. My question for you three, shot or no shot, Justin Fields will be the best quarterback in the NFC North next season. Dog, give us a couple of minutes on that.
2: Uh, No way. Uh, He is not accurate enough in the pocket. You know, I didn't see a lot of fourth quarter drives where he had to throw the ball. Uh, You know, I know that Rodgers might leave, so that opens up that division because obviously you got Cousins and Goff, and they're not great. So you can, and Jordan Love, if he does go to the Jets, Rodgers. So I understand uh, that there is an opening, but uh, I got to see more. He's a great athlete. He's fun to watch. He's an unbelievable runner. Uh, He's a great competitor. But as far as him in the pocket, when he has to throw the ball, when we know he's going to throw the ball, when the opposing team has to throw the ball, and he's got to you know lead his team down the field 80 yards you know, to kick a game-winning field goal or a touchdown, and he can't run as much, I'm debating whether he can do that. So I would say no shot towards him being the best quarterback in the division.
1: Dog, you're better than that. Kirk Cousins stinks. Eh, keep him off to the side. Jordan Love, our guy is secretary at the Belmont compared to that kid. And if Aaron Rodgers is not in the division, Jared Goff, eh, he's okay. Got better talent around him. We put talent around our guy. You and all your national buddies are going to be going, holy smokes, Chicago's got a pro Bowl all pro caliber quarterback. Shot. <laughs> so you're going with shot on yes. that one, okay?
0: I'm going to say shot as well, only because I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Is Aaron Rodgers a Jet? Is he going to be with San Francisco? That's the thing. With Kirk Cousins, there's a ceiling on his success. Good in the regular season, but in the playoffs, it disappears. So I'm just going to go shot in that regard. Jared Goff has talent around him. I think that's the thing that holds him up in Detroit more so than anything else. So I'm going to say shot for that.
3: Shay, Shay. All right, let's go for the NFL officiating. A lot of debate yesterday about how terrible it's been in championship weekend. The Devontae Smith catch that wasn't to the third and nine reset in Kansas City. And then, of course, Joseph Osai, the late hit, leading the debate. However, the Niners, they probably weren't winning anyway. And the Bengals had the ball twice in eight minutes with a chance to win the ends of those drives. Pick, punt. Shot or no shot, the refs are getting too much blame.
2: Doug? Ah, uh, boy. You know, uh... Uh, I don't, I think they're probably getting too much blame because the right teams won. Um, as you just said, the, you know, the, the, Niners were probably not going to win the game anyway, and Shanahan could have at least called the timeout to get a different look at it on the Devontae Smith catch. And although I hated the reset, the call at the out of bounds thing was the proper call. You got to call that. You have to call that in that situation. Um, and, and again, they look a little disheveled, and Cincinnati got a bad whistle. Don't get me wrong, but here's the bottom line. They had a first and 10 at their own 33-yard line, 56 seconds to go, and two timeouts. Did anybody in America think that Burrow was not going to drive them down the field for at least a game attempting field goal? Instead, they had a punt, and I understand there was a block in the back, but they had a punt uh, and give Kansas City a chance. So, although I don't think the officials were great by any stretch, they did not cause uh, uh, a difference in the outcome of either game. So I say to the officials, let's give them a break.
1: I actually agree with Dog. I yeah. think it's where there's some calls we look back and go, oh man, that one you got to look at. But these clips all over social media of that look like a hold. Most of the people posted never played offensive line. I never played offensive line. But people who did are saying, yeah, that's actually not really a hold. That stuff goes on on every single play. So were they perfect? No. But no shot that they cost the Bengals the game.
0: They did not cost the Bengals the game, I would agree with uh, both of you guys. However, the officiating's got to be better. Here's the thing about technology. We were growing up in an era where there was no technology, it was just the human element, correct? It was about the human element. How is it that it's gotten as bad or worse with technology, that has to be better. If you're going to have the eye in the sky, if you're going to have all this technology, then how can it be worse? It's almost like America or or this world, right? You have all the information at your fingertips, all the information that you can find, but yet we're dumber. <laughs> how is that, Correct. right? Where you can look at you and I were going through encyclopedias, right, looking for information, and somehow we've gotten dumber. So I just think that with all the technology, the eye in the sky, that that the calls could be better. Than what we have right now. There shouldn't be this much controversy, but it is.
3: Go ahead, Shay. All right, uh, I, w- I want to ask about Joe Burrow. We watched him take 51 sacks in 2021 and an additional 19 in that Bengals postseason run of the Super Bowl. The Bengals, in the last off season waited until the fourth round of the draft to select an offensive lineman. They also didn't meaningfully invest on the offensive line in free agency. And then Burrow this year, the sixth most sacked quarterback, 10 sacks in the playoffs. Shot or no shot, the Bengals failed their quarterback.
2: Dog. Uh, no, that's a no shot. I mean, they had three linemen hurt. Left tackle wasn't there. Um, again, Burrow did not, you know, he played well the other day. He played well on Sunday. He wasn't magical. Mahomes gutted his way through the game and had some magic to him. Burrow did not have a lot of magic to him. Uh, you know, he completes that third and 16 or Hearst for the first down. He thought, Oops. again, that's a tricky spot. The line was great in Buffalo. Three guys out. Uh, You know, they have great receivers. They were an inch away from getting to a second straight Super Bowl. Bengals have taken too much grief about the offensive line. No shot from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, I'm going to co-sign with what Dog said because after asking my friend Lance, who does the Bengals postgame show, if you take out the initial start of the season when Burrow was coming back from an appendicitis, He said the line was rated going late into the season top seven in the National Football League by any metric. Then they lost Alex Kappa. They had a bunch of guys go down. Joe Burrow has said some of these sacks are overrated. I'm trying to make a play. Mm. I held the ball a little long. So, no, when you give up T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, oh, and Jamar Chase, and Mixon, and Samajé Piran, they did not fail their quarterback.
0: So I'll say no shot, but a couple of things on what we just talked about there. Joe Burrow says that stats are overblown stat. I don't agree with that. If you are holding the ball too long, if your offensive line is leaky, yeah, you know what? Sacks do matter. So I so I don't understand why he said that. They, that actually is a stat cap. I mean, it, it does matter because it tells a story about either the quarterback or the offensive line. The other thing is, too, is that, you know, you know what cost Burrow? The two interceptions and then that play in which he had to lose a down. He was throwing. I, I thought... In the vicinity of a receiver and lost it down on that play. So there's some things that Burrow had some self inflicted wounds in that game. And so I think a lot of that's on Burrow more so than anything else. The offensive line, some, but that's not the whole story, I think, of the Bengals and their loss they had on Sunday.
3: Shay. All right, boys, we talked about this briefly yesterday, but when New York is in the house, you got to bring it up. The Empire State Building had a pre-scheduled event to light the top of the spire with the colors of the AFC and NFC champions. The result, the Empire State Building in New York City displayed Philadelphia Eagles colors. Shot or no shot, this is a disgrace. hundred
2: percent disgrace. Well, what a mess. I mean, gee whiz, yeah. The Empire State Building is in New York City. It's on Fifth Avenue and Thirty Fourth Street. Uh, well, we're the ones who live here who pay taxes on the damn thing. Now they're going to claim "quote unquote" they're an international site nonsense. Uh, you're in New York City, and the fact—listen—that uh, is it a—you know if, it's not like the Giants fan cares that much about the Eagles, not like the other way around where the Eagle fan cares about the Giants. But that is absolutely absurd. That they, on Sunday night, after they beat the Giants the week before, that they did that stupid lighting thing, green and white. An absolute joke by the Empire State Association. All the politicians are running for cover. That's a mess. So there you have it there. No shot that they don't take some abuse.
1: Yeah, He's exactly right. Can you imagine if we put... Green up because the Packers were going to the Super Bowl in this town? Lighting the Sears Tower in green because the Packers went to the playoffs. Oh, my
0: goodness. That would be the same thing, Mad Dog. Same thing. That'd Correct. I mean, there would be a mutiny here for that. Well, there's
1: a lot of people that live here that are from Wisconsin. So what? This is a Bears town. That is a giant and jet town. Whoever did that, they should announce today via press release. Yeah, we have... Fired the building engineer for doing that. He's gone. How
0: about Out. that? There you go. So, dog, we look forward to you being with uh, Francesca, uh, uh, and again against Stephen A. Smith. This should be fun, especially for Mike. You've already been there with uh, with Steve. What about Mike? Is he ready for this? Because you and you and him have debated for nineteen years over the years. But what about him and Stephen A. That's something yeah, new.
2: I, I, that's an interesting question. I mean, I know he's been on top of it. Uh, He's, uh, I think he will be. You know, you know, Mike will respond when that red light goes on. It's not like Mike doesn't know what's going on. You're telling me Mike didn't watch the two games this weekend? I mean, he's got opinions on those games. He's never afraid to share them. He's very confident. Uh, I mean, he might be a little nervous because that's territory he hasn't been on before. Uh, you know, two hours, long time, but I would be pretty damn shocked if Mike doesn't go in there raring to go. And I think that, it be, I think Stephen A is the one who's in the tricky spot. Mike and I know how to do these shows. We've done them for, again, five days a week, five hours a day for 19 years. Steven has never worked, has never seen that bondage in a big spot. So I think he might be in for the rude awakening more than, say, Mike will be in for the rude awakening. Tricky spot for him, especially if Mike and I gang up on him. Then it gets ugly <laughs> for Steven Hey, dog,
1: one, one question. If your phone rang today and money was no object, we want Mike and the Mad Dog to take over for Kay. You doing it?
2: I can't leave Sirius. I love Sirius too much, Cap. God bless so I, I, I would not. Uh, I, 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 Sirius has been too good to me. Uh, that Hall of Fame thing, they bought two tables and flew everybody out there. I've been on there for 15 years. They let me do what I want. I cannot leave Sirius. I wouldn't want to anyway. I would never leave Sirius. I'm 63 years of age. I'm going to go move somewhere else. I've moved two or three spots as it is. This is a radio is the last thing I'll ever give up. And I'll be as serious as long as I'm on the air radio wise.
0: God bless you. That that wouldn't stop Francesa from taking it though.
2: (laughs) Correct. Uh, I don't think Mike would do that to FAN. I think Mike has got his kid who's a tight end at Hamilton next year. He loves Florida and golf. I don't know if Mike wants to get, wants to get back into the grind of daily sports talk. You guys know uh, you more than me because you got to get up at the crack of dawn. This is grind every day, coming on the air and coming up with something, especially this time of the year. I mean, how much can you talk about Justin Fields running around in a pocket, for crying out
0: loud? I, this I is know. not that
2: easy. We do it every day. Easy. Who are you telling? <laughs> every day you guys are on there. And i got to break down this stupid trivia, so I give tickets away to the Super Bowl, having these guys try to tell me who founded the NFL – and not knowing that it was George Hollis and guessing Curly lambo I mean, things like that. <laughs> <besides> your <face. laughs>
1: You're the best, dog. Have a great one. All right, guys. Always a pleasure to be on. Keep you posted. You got it. <laughs> it's
0: Christopher Mad Dog Russo. He's going to be with Mike Frances, his longtime partner at WFAN, as they will team up against Stephen A. Smith. That's tomorrow on First Take. That should be fun. That's going to be
1: great. I can't wait to watch.
0: All right, coming up, we'll go around the National Football League. Captain Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7.
1: Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers.
0: The guy is drunk, but there he goes.
1: This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he This is a really... Thickly built guy. I mean,
3: what the are you looking for on these things here? Huh? We're
0: going around the National Football League on the Cap and J Hood morning show here on ESPN with Dows. We hope that you can enjoy your Tuesday morning. Hey, the sun's out here in Chicago. The sun?
1: What's that? How about that? I see the glare of the sun off the I don't know, whatever that what is that hotel? The Wit. The Wit? Yeah. The Wit. It's coming off the
0: glass? Coming up, the glare of the uh, of uh, some of the uh, high heel shoes that we see as well. It is cold as
1: wow! Is it bad out there? Yes,
0: Ooh. colder than a mother in law's kiss out there. Yes. As we turn now to uh, Shay Norling with around the NFL, over we have got Albert Breer coming up at eight thirty-five. All right, Shay. All
3: right, let's get started with Los Angeles, where there's a new offensive coordinator for the Lightning Bolts. They picked up Kellen Moore. I mean, the body was still warm. He, he was fired not a couple hours That deal was Dallas. done
1: well before he got
3: fired. They picked him right up as the OC. So the, the question I have about the Chargers now, are we done with excuses for Justin Herbert?
0: Yes, we're done with excuses for Justin Herbert. However, I find it very crafty that the Chargers selected their uh, next head coach with that hire.
1: Uh, That might be pretty prescient of you because if they were truly all in going, we got to get this thing fixed and win right now, Sean Payton's address would be the Los Angeles Chargers executive offices.
0: If it doesn't work out, Kellen Moore moves over to the head coaching spot. If this team, if the Chargers underachieve, they have their head coach
1: in place. This is Sabar to Quinville very quickly there. Watch it very closely. Now, that's an interesting take because again, you have Sean Payton out there, and you've got Justin Herbert. Sure, and then you hear the, the article I read said they told ownership he wants twenty-five million a year for a minimum of five years. Sure, go ahead. No, we're out. Yeah, up. I mean, I do it a lot but that's of money.
0: it's not, not my money, you Correct. know. I'm, I mean, if I'm the Chargers, I'm trying to get relevant in Los Angeles as much as possible. The team that owns the is in the same facility as us. The same. SoFi Stadium already won a Super Bowl. I want to get there, too. Correct. But if it doesn't work out with Sean Payton, Kellen Moore is the next head coach. That's what I believe.
1: Probably pretty prescient.
3: All right. Jay. Uh, Brock Purdy, a confirmed tour in UCL, and the recommendation apparently is surgery. Cap, correct me if I'm wrong. That surgery is Tommy John.
1: Well, what I read this morning is his would not be a reconstruction like a pitcher. It is a more of a repair. It's a minimum six-month injury, not 18-month. That's what I read this morning. He's going to go get a second and a third opinion. He's trying to find an opinion that will give him a non-surgical rehab program. So what's the question? Like, oh, you're just giving that news? I'm
3: just giving that out as news, but it's oh, going to well. sideline him. I mean, it's going to be a year at least, right? He's not the guy. He's it's, not. He that might just be the end of his story.
0: Healthy, not healthy.
1: That's not the guy. You're trying to win the Super Bowl for God's sakes. Correct.
0: Even if it with he's Mr. back Irrelevant.
1: by the end of the summer. That's still. He's not the number one guy going in. I mean, no,
3: it's, no, it, it feels harsh to say. Does that end his career? That
1: well, it ends
0: his. Spotlight. You're a third string quarterback. Well, it ends his spotlight. Correct. Not his career, but his spotlight. He, he can talk, tell his grandkids about how he was on a heater. And then he got hurt in the biggest game of his life.
3: Like he's hot on a craps table. <laughs> he pretty, I mean, pretty much,
0: right. right? He's in the heater. He was on the heater of life, Cap. He, he was. was. He was right there, and then he got hurt. Okay, so you're going to upgrade, and that means the next quarterback for the 49ers doesn't necessarily have to be on that roster. They might have to look outside
1: of that roster and say, Aaron, you interested? Tom, you interested? Right. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Do they look at... Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, do they say, wait a minute, we were a little hasty. Why don't we re-sign you? Because he's a free agent. And I know everyone will say, that's listening, like, but what about Trey Lance? What about him? It's the price of poker, man. It's just like, hey, I'm trying to win now. And if he's healthy, they may go back to him. We're going to find out, because your window to win is right now. Right. It's the National Football League. Agreed. So that's... <laughs> I mean, Trey Lance
0: will still be part of the organization, but if you can upgrade that with a veteran and you feel like you're close, find that veteran if you can. Shay?
3: Uh, Josh Allen is not going to participate in the Pro Bowl games. We know the Pro Bowl's already kind of been deemed meaningless. The teams, they still exist. Do you know who his replacement is, Woody? Who is it? Tyler Huntley. He just announced that this morning. Huh? Sorry? Tyler Huntley is headed to the Pro
1: Bowl. To do what? To do what?
0: Uh, caddy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tyler Huntley's there to do. I mean, would I want him on my flag football game? Yes. Tyler Huntley going is like when Mitch went in 2018. Mm-hmm. Oh, how many guys dropped out? Okay. It might
3: right. be worse than Mitch. At least Mitch was like the starter on a playoff team. Tyler Huntley's the backup. But he started. He wasn't how many even games? Gained?
1: How many games did he start? Seven, maybe.
0: I want him on my flag football team, though. He's fast. That's what Cap's talking about, by the way, when he says try to find a reasonable facsimile of Justin. Correct. Like, they
1: have. Yeah. Like, he's not Lamar. Right. I'm not. Please don't misunderstand. But if Lamar goes down, they don't change the playbook. They run the same exact system. Here, you'd have to go to Trevor Simeon, Nathan, Peter. None of them look like Justin. Right. That's. I like what Baltimore did there.
3: Shay. All right, we talk a lot about Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers as the quarterbacks on the move. There's one we haven't talked about a lot and some news broke yesterday that stunned people. The Raiders have not allowed Derek Carr to search a trade yet.
0: Well, okay, the the relationship is over between the Raiders and
1: Carr. So what's going on here? I guess they're evaluating what would it cost to go up in the draft, whether that is to one, to two, to four, wherever they're going to grab their quarterback. Or what's it going to cost? Is Tom Brady on the list? Is Aaron Rodgers available? So before they do that, they do. once you let him start negotiating a trade, then you can't really put the milk back in the bottle after it's spilled out.
3: But here's the problem, Kaplan. They're on a clock. February 15th, $40.4 million in future compensation becomes fully guaranteed for Derek Carr.
0: Mm. You've got to move him. Get him out of there. I would think... I think that Tom Brady to the Raiders works. You know why? Because that's where old Vegas acts go to die. Wow.
1: (laughs) I'll be shocked if he goes, I I guess it could happen. He's not winning in Vegas next year. I agree. If he's going to pick one more run, I would think it's Miami, San Francisco, somewhere where he goes, all right, if I play my best, we can win the Super Bowl. You
0: know the Josh McDaniels relationship there with Tom. Does that still work? Unless he just wants to play. I mean, I think that when you fly into McCarran, as you always do, when you go to Vegas and you fly in, you know, you used to see the billboard of Danny Gans. Yes. With hands on his hips. Uh, you know, when you're in Vegas when you see Danny Gans, right? You put Tom Brady up there now. Tom Brady with his hands on his hips, looking up, like the new face of Vegas, Tom Brady. I'm here. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is, right? That's what I look at. I mean, their relationship is there with the head coach. I just think that uh, with Derek Carr, you got to move on. We, I think we, you and I cited a possibility of him
1: maybe going to Washington, something like that, right? Correct. Indy? Der- Indy, yeah. There's going to be a point where one of these teams that the Bears are hoping to trade with is going to go, you're asking for too much. We'll just sign Derek Carr or whoever it is, Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: And that is our look around the National Football League right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. We're going to hear from our guy, Albert Breer. More football, more Bears. That's coming your way. That's coming up next on Chicago's Home for Sports.
3: <laughs> I did a Kaplan. This has three options at the bottom. Yes. And it's pick one, and but it doesn't say pick one. So I thought I was reading all three. <laughs> Whoops. Nothing that, like adding it, uh, ending an ad. We love it. That's by, it. By that's it. <laughs> what, what is that? I'm <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm going to say the same thing two more times. So that can't happen.
0: <laughs> well, Dollar Shade Club. And that's it.
3: <laughs> Captain Hood Listen, ESPN Captain said he didn't want to read it. I'm being a good teammate. I'm helping out my guy. It's funny. Oopsie.
0: And the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, is it cold enough outside to freeze hell? Okay, so the reason why we asked that question today, Cap, today is Hell is Freezing Over Day. Hell is Freezing Over Day.
1: You have all of these days. It's, you know, Glazed Donut Day, and it's Rib Day, and it's Hell is Freezing Over Day.
0: Well, Cap, this would be a lot more interesting than Eat Brussels Sprouts Day. Would you want to talk about that for six minutes? No. 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 So that's why Hell is Freezing Over Day is more fun because that's an old phrase that you and I grew up with. Hell. hell will free o- freeze over before I do blah, 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 right. blah. Hey, right? Dad,
1: can we do We ain't doing that till hell freezes over, right? Yes, and we didn't understand it at the time. Was, you remember what, the, that co- mean? the cover of the 2004 baseball preview for Sports Illustrated? The Cubs had just lost in the uh, playoffs to the Marlins. Yes. They go get Greg Maddox. So mm-hmm. they've got Maddox, Zambrano, Clement, Wooden Pryor. Mm-hmm. And the cover of Sports Illustrated is Wooden prior with those balls of flame, remember? Yes. And it said, hell has officially frozen over. The Chicago Cubs win the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Didn't happen, but.
0: So it's something that's completely unlikely. Hell would freeze over before blah, blah, blah would happen, right? Yeah. So what is your hell freezing over day for you? So I got a few I wrote down. One of them is hell will freeze over before Michael Jordan is firmly entrenched with the Chicago Bulls again. That's a great one. He's a Charlotte Hornets owner, and and Krause has passed on. And, you know, Michael Reinsdorf is really running the Bulls. But Michael played here, but doesn't want anything to do with the Bulls as far as being an ambassador or being around the organization like he used to. I know he's got his own team. I'd love to see him around the city more often, but he's in Florida. You know, he's golfing, he's running a bad Charlotte team. So hell will freeze over before Jordan is firmly entrenched with the Bulls again.
1: Hell will freeze over before the White Sox spend north of two hundred million dollars on a player. No question
0: about that. I like for you to get out of my finances. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, none, it's really none of your business. You know what? You will never get another bite of the apple, Kaplan.
1: I just want you to know that. Just being honest, they spent like this year. It was like we're going to have a party because you spent seventy-five million on. He's okay, Melvin Cabrera. No, Andrew Benintendi. Same. They're treating Andrew Benintendi like Shohei Otani rolled into town. He's okay. Right here on the home of the White Sox ESPN 1000. Folks, I'm just going to be honest. Folks. <laughs> I'm just telling you.
3: I'm just going to be honest.
0: Uh, Shay, hell will freeze over before blank.
3: I got to tell you, mine's a lot like Kaplan's. Before my sorry-ass baseball team ever gives $200 million to a player again. The Tigers. Uh, well, the son of Mike Illich. he ain't Mike Illich. Well,
0: Illich had something on the line, his life. Correct.
3: I, uh, I want to win again before I die. <laughs> and he, boy, did he die
1: trying. I mean, I he,
0: mean, I mean, hats off to him, man. He's like, you know, I gotta fill this empty ballpark. I gotta put some some wins in here. I want to see our team win the World Series. You know, same Illich that tried to bring the hero in Trammel. Don't forget, you gotta bring the when you bring the hero in, you gotta fire point, them. You gotta fire the hero. Correct. Yeah, I know like that Denny's very well. Like so Dennis Savard. I hated to see that. I love Dennis Savard. He's the best. I love that guy. Uh, the, uh, apparently, hell will freeze over before Sammy Sosa's back at Wrigley. Wow.
1: I think it's closer than you think.
0: I asked Ricketts. I asked him. I said, you got to let it go, Ricketts. That's what I told him. You just called him Tom. You got to let that go, Tom.
3: <laughs> Tom well, that's that was his crazy. But his name is Tom, right? Tom, you got to let it go, Tom. But he got really stern, almost fatherly. You got to let that go, Tom. Silence
0: on the other end, by the way. Right. A little tension from Tom. Didn't like that.
3: And then he
1: got that question 15 different ways from Sunday uh, at the convention. Mm -hmm. And I said to a friend of mine who knows Tom, I said, better tell Tom that question's coming again and again and again and again. Like, I personally believe, and again, I've told the story, I'm not going to bore you with it, that Sammy was going to fall on his sword and they were going to make amends and mm-hmm. then he pulled out and said, I'm not going to do it. All of it. I get it. You know what? Just have the guy throw out the first pitch, sing the seventh inning stretch, and you're welcome anytime at the ballpark. Yeah, I'm not telling you to give him a job. No. Hold your nose and let 40,000 people appreciate Sammy Sosa. Correct. And if some want to boo, boo. Because I promise you, the majority of them are going to cheer. Just move on. Hell will
0: freeze over before I work with Mitch Rosen again. Coming up in two minutes, we—wow! where should the first dollar be spent by the Chicago Bears? They got all the salary cap money in the world. Where should that first dollar be spent? We'll get to that coming up next in two minutes on Chicago's Home for Sports
3: ESPN 1000.